Coming up on 5-Minute News. Biden pledges he will do something to people of Uvalde. Donbass City pummeled by advancing Russian forces. And WHO says monkeypox is moderate risk to public health. It's Monday, May 30. I'm Anthony Davis. President Joe Biden grieved with the shattered community of Uvalde on Sunday, mourning privately for three hours with anguished families of the 19 schoolchildren and two teachers killed by a gunman. Faced with chance of do something as he departed a church service, Biden visited a memorial of 21 white crosses, one for each of those killed. And First Lady Jill Biden added a bouquet of white flowers to those already placed in front of the school sign. The couple then viewed individual altars erected in memory of each student, the First Lady touching the children's photos as they moved along the row. After visiting the memorial, Biden attended Mass at Sacred Heart Catholic Church, where several victims' families are members, and one of the families was in attendance. Vice President Kamala Harris on Saturday called for a ban on assault weapons in the US and the passage of much-delayed gun control legislation after speaking at a funeral for the oldest victim of the Buffalo mass shooting earlier this month. Both shootings and their aftermath put a fresh spotlight on the nation's entrenched divisions and its inability to forge consensus on actions to reduce gun violence. Harris also called for universal background checks on gun purchases, which is a law long blocked by Republicans in the U.S. Senate. Biden's visit was amid mounting scrutiny of the police response. Officials revealed on Friday that students and teachers repeatedly begged 911 operators for help, as a police commander told more than a dozen officers to wait in a hallway. Officials said the commander believed the suspect was barricaded inside an adjoining classroom and that there was no longer an active attack. The revelation caused more grief and raised new questions about whether lives were lost because officers did not act faster to stop the gunman, who was ultimately killed by Border Patrol tactical officers. The Justice Department announced on Sunday that it will review the law enforcement response and make its findings public. Russian forces intensified their attacks with barrages of heavy artillery to capture a key Ukrainian city in the southeastern region of Donbass, whose full takeover, Moscow's top diplomat said, was now an unconditional priority. Constant Russian shelling has destroyed all of the critical infrastructure in Sivirodnext, the largest city Ukraine still controls in Luhansk, one of the regions in Donbass, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said, while pledging to do everything to hold off the advance. Some 90% of buildings are damaged. More than two-thirds of the city's housing stock has been completely destroyed. There is no telecommunication, he said in a televised speech. The liberation of the Donbass, an industrial region which includes Luhansk and Donetsk, is an unconditional priority for Russia, Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov said on Sunday. In a Facebook post, Ukrainian forces in the Donbass said they had been on the defensive all day on Sunday, 
Russian forces fired on 46 communities in the Donetsk and Luhansk regions, killing at least three civilians, wounding two others, and destroying or damaging 62 civilian buildings. Having failed to take the capital Kiev in the early phase of the war, Russia is seeking to consolidate its grip on the Donbass, large parts of which are already controlled by Moscow-backed separatists. The Ukrainian government, meanwhile, urged the West to provide it with more longer-range weapons in order to turn the tide in the war now in its fourth month. Zelensky voiced hopes that the weapons could be provided and that he expected good news in the coming days. U.S. officials have said such weapon systems are actively being considered. The World Health Organization said on Sunday that monkeypox constitutes a moderate risk to overall public health at global level after cases were reported in countries where the disease is not typically found. The public health risk could become high if this virus exploits the opportunity to establish itself as a human pathogen and spreads to groups at higher risk of severe disease such as young children and immunosuppressed persons, the WHO said. As of May 26, a total of 257 confirmed cases and 120 suspected cases have been reported from 23 member states that are not endemic for the virus, the health agency said in a statement. There has been no reported fatalities so far. The WHO also said that the sudden appearance of monkeypox at once in several non-endemic countries suggests undetected transmission for some time and recent amplifying events. The agency added that it expects more cases to be reported as surveillance in endemic and non-endemic countries expands. Monkeypox is an infectious disease that is usually mild and is endemic in parts of West and Central Africa. It is spread by close contact, so it can be relatively easily contained through measures such as self-isolation and hygiene. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5-Minute.News. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. This is Peter. And this is Tom. We want to tell you guys a little bit about our podcast. Tom and I met in college, became best friends, and then teachers almost 20 years ago. Sometimes school just does not allow us to elaborate on the topics that we find interesting, like the real shark attacks that inspired the movie Jaws, or the real historical context to Indiana Jones artifacts. Where does cereal come from? Or are zombies real? Does Ben Franklin really deserve to be on a $100 bill? On our podcast, just like in our class, there are no stupid questions. Just two friends having a lighthearted conversation about history, pop culture, and the context of current events. Listen to History Teachers Talking Podcast from Evergreen Network, anywhere you get your podcasts.